0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's edition of the Grassroots Podcast, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. I'm Ryan Wisner, editor of Green Industry Pros, and today I'm talking about the concept that has come to be known as backyarding, as defined by Chris Kaiser, OPEI president. Not surprising, most of us do like our lawns and landscapes to be aesthetically pleasing and pretty, but they can also be purposeful. Over this past year, backyards and other managed landscape areas have become a haven for social gatherings. People have been working, studying, playing, exercising, and still relaxing in their backyards. Kaiser himself think, believes this trend is going to continue after there had been kind of a lull of the use of backyards over the past several years. Let's listen into what else he had to say.
1: So, I guess to start with, uh, can you just uh, talk a little bit about uh, the, the idea of backyarding and, what's, sure. a, and, and what that means for people? You know,
2: I live in a neighborhood of homes that have um, pretty good sized yards, and I've really watched this, and I do a lot of walking now with the dog, and I've really watched people reconnect. And you've got, you know, the yards and landscapes are beautiful. People are at home spending a lot of time. We've seen incredible sales of equipment um a lot of people are taking a lot of care and one of the things that we see people do are tailoring it's one of the things we've talked about a turf mud tailor nature to your backyard it's not one size fits all we all like our lawns and landscapes to be aesthetically pleasing and pretty but they can be purposeful you have dogs you got kids you want to staycation you want a fire pit you want to play badminton you want you name it right it's, it's a place it's a safe place to play and recreate and so I literally called it, um, you know, we talk a lot about the backyard and connecting your nature starts at your back door. Um, And I like backyarding as a verb, right? So it's the action of people being outside. I created an office outside now. I do a lot of this. Normally, if it was five degrees warmer, I'm just, uh, I'd be outside. Uh, It's a little more challenging, but uh, I do a lot of work outside now. Uh, and the outside office and so we call backyarding just sort of the act of doing the backyard stuff and so it's playing it's doing whatever and it took off and so we did a release you know we thought that was a thing and so we did a release and we had talk about it encouraging people to take ownership of their backyards and create places for them to play and recreate and it took off we got a lot of meat. It, it hit a nerve A lot of folks, you know, COVID has been awful for an awful lot of people. But it has, for those who've been able to get outdoors and reconnect to the outdoors and take some stewardship of their space, it really has been a meaningful time. And so it really resonated. Um, So backyarding really took, I've I've done probably 10 television interviews from around the country, all focused on what is that? What does that mean? We see that here. And literally the 23rd next week, I'm doing some spring planting, and that's a message to everybody. Landscapers are busy. We're busy. Um, Plan for that. Get your materials. Get your hardscapes. Order it now because it's going to be in short supply. Um, Good. You can't always find a chainsaw right now or a walk behind. But uh, NBC4 and the Washington, D.C. affiliate is coming to my house next week. We're going to do some um, spring planting. I've got a bunch of greenery going in. Nellie stevens and some cryptomeria and i'm going to resod my front yard i've not taken very good care of my front yard for a lot of years now so she's showing a little wear and tear um because it gets used dogs and people and so i'm going to reside that so NBC's is going to come out um do a story on that the backyarding and a house right behind me long-winded answer i'm so sorry to your listeners no not the house up behind me um is a builder developer guy and he built a giant jungle gym swing set slide thing for his kids right on the hill and then they've turned their front yard into a soccer pitch he's got four um and that's the point so now they're safe at home educating at home recreating at home exercising at home in their outdoor space
1: long winded to dance. no not at all that's exactly what i was looking for is to to get a better understanding of of uh what it all means for people so i mean it sounds like it's really the like you said what's kind of been going on that a lot of people have taken that initiative through through what happened in 2020 with the pandemic and and uh did invest in their yard and invest in the outdoors and still in 2021 that's still another opportunity to continue doing doing so and and uh taking care of that space you know and numbers don't lie
2: so opi Our trade association tracks obviously statistical data on market statistics for outdoor power equipment, Um, pretty granular stuff. We know what's what's, what's selling, what's being shipped, Um, banner year, monster year for outdoor power equipment, monster year for, as you know, Lowe's Home Depot and dealers, Um, garden centers, plant material, hardscape, you name it, try to find an outdoor propane eater. I mean, all of the things that help us use the outdoors really got into real demand. And there are some inventory shortages. You know, we're working on that. We're working, to, we're working on filling those channels. But that's a good sign. And the spring numbers are already very, very good. Um, and certainly in the commercial side. So those landscapers that were playing it safe, concerned, you know, holding on to some of their cash, we're seeing that now move into the commercial space. We saw huge consumer sales. Good commercial, but soft. We're now seeing pretty strong commercial sales. It looks to be another big year.
1: So, with this idea of backyarding thing that you, that that really seems to have a good push behind it, how does that? How can landscapers benefit from that as well, then?
2: You know, the homeowners. It's oftentimes you know the landscape contractor's the expert, right? And so the homeowner has a sense. You know, it's like, wow, oh, I've got this big yard and I don't use it. And the, how do I tailor it? Right. Sometimes it's good to go to professional um, plant selection. Right. They don't understand. They kind of want to do it themselves. but sometimes they'll pick a plant, myself included, that needs full sun. Right. Or needs a certain amount of water. And they put it in the wrong place and it doesn't thrive. And so unless you know that. Right. And oftentimes it's a Google search. Um, Know your zone is one of the key turf messages. Plant those plants that are right for your region. Right that belong, you know, don't buy Phoenix, Arizona plants and expect them to thrive in northern New Jersey. You know, cactus don't do well in northern New Jersey. So, and a lot of times people move around the country and a lot of people want their lush Kentucky bluegrass that they had in Maine and they want it in Scottsdale. Well, you know, it's going to need a lot of water. So those are the kinds of things that the professional landscaper can help that homeowner, right? And what's the vision? They can help them execute their vision. I used one, I've been in this business for a while great guy um, came out and he helped me out he says let's carry forward this bit of color you created that you haven't killed yet Um, carry it forward down the hill we'll do some wraparound and it really helped right that critical eye really helped he ID'd the plants that would survive he ID'd the flowering I'm a nut about flowering plants now I love watching my hummingbirds and butterflies, got a bunch of butterfly bushes now. And I have something that the deer leave alone. I, you know, the deer vacuumed the property. So he helped me ID all that. and uh, he helped me with my outdoor office. And so sometimes that professional landscape contractor can bring that sense, because, you know, it's an investment, a sense of security, a sense of safety, you know, is, is sometimes wise to turn to a professional and they can implement it. Oftentimes, you know, I do, my yard had never been, professionally done and it really needs to be tilled, you know, from fresh material. Uh, They need to work the soil. It's hard, I have very heavy clay here. Um, So I just need, I've learned that you've got to help the plant, right? If you give it a fighting chance, it'll do fine. If you just give it a fighting chance. Um, And so I'm going to do that. So they'll work in some, you know, material to improve the soil conditions and hopefully my sod will take. but that's my suggestion to the landscape contractor is when you talk to a, your customer or a potential customer is we're here to help. Right. We know what we're doing. We have access to the materials. We have the labor. Um, let us help execute your needs, your wants, your dreams.
1: So and for throughout uh, 2020, then it seems to me from what I've uh, from what I've been hearing is that that really kind of was what what happened is there were a lot of these customers that were uh, backyarding and and investing into the outdoors because that's where they could feel safe. And they wanted they were going to be at home, but they wanted to be outside. So they were reaching out to the contractors to do the patios and the fire pits and all those all those sorts of things. Because uh, as you said, with the outdoor power equipment, certainly there was a banner year there. I mean, I think with the exception maybe of April, ultimately it was, uh, for a lot of contractors, it was a banner year. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Um, and we see the commercial space coming back. And you learn the lesson. So I think now we've we, people have really spent time in the outdoors. They understand it better. The house we're going to shoot with NBC next week literally had a sort of a, a New family bought a house, did a renovation, etc. But they turned their front yard into a soccer pitch. And all the kids, you know, and it's great, but it's tough on rhododendrons, (laughs) apparently. So the the previous homeowner had, had some established rhododendrons that don't do well with young children smashing through them with soccer balls. And that's again, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. And so That soccer pitch is perfect. Well, you gotta move the the rhododendrons around to the side of the house um, because they're a great flowering plant. And that's, again, what a professional will tell you. Um, It's one of the reasons I'm putting down sod. It's just, it's really good, tough stuff um, once established. And so again, I think the professional landscaper can help folks with that, is let's turn this into a soccer pitch. Let's turn this into a plate area. The other thing I'll mention, another family up here, camps this summer they were having a hard time finding a summer camp um, that was scheduling for their kindergartner Um, and what they're there's now a program here where essentially they create a camp they come out they evaluate the house the property um, and it's like a little mini camp for six or seven students to go there in a day they typically like people with an outdoor space right outdoor yards again here we have sort of a combination of grass and hills and trees and wild And then the camp sends a counselor camp counselor to that home so you get a volunteer homeowner that sponsors this week-long day camp for kids uh you're outdoors it's safe and the camp itself sends a counselor and that's a new thing so it's you know camping at home this summer because the camps yet aren't scheduled to be open so again it's just an evolution of people figuring out wow They've got all this big, beautiful space. I've never used it. Let's now make it purposeful.
1: Absolutely. So, with with that being said, then I mean, does it does it seem to you? I mean, like you said, uh, just as you're starting to promote this uh, idea of backyarding, it's re- it's really kind of taking off as as that verb. Do you foresee after 2020 and and into this year, is that something that's going to really still continue to catch on and and advance? Because I mean, it's I you and I, I think have talked about it before where that uh, before you really uh, were were pushing this as you have recently is just the concept of because of the pandemic people were getting outside more in that and and were taking care of their yards more and and investing in that prior to that that it's seemingly kind of gone away and it seems to have come back do you think this is going to stick around again now for a while? You know,
2: that was funny. That was my board of directors just met, and that was a conversation by, by Zoom. They met, uh, and it was a conversation they had. And so, these are the chief executives of a number of the largest equipment manufacturers. So, they take this very seriously. Um, and they really do believe it's here to stay is that there has been a genuine, bona fide reconnection, re understanding of the importance of outdoor space. A lot of people began reading and understanding. We know now the stress reduction anxiety reduction um the physical mental health and physical health benefits of being outside just sitting just listening being around green digging a hole that they're very very real benefits to all of us and so i feel you know if i go out in the morning again i'm kind of old school with my coffee and my newspapers and just quiet leave the devices inside um, it's amazing, right, what you hear and see um, in nature. They think it's here to stay. The other trend that they think is going to fuel that is millennials. COVID exact accelerated the move of millennials from the city to the suburbs, right? So that, that natural, as soon as, you know, young people have kids and families, and they, there's usually a typical drift, Uh, they need more space, they want a yard, they want those things, is there was a pretty significant exodus from the cities. Um, Anybody in the real estate business knows inventories are very low, houses are sought after, houses with yards are really sought after. Um, And so the thing about millennials is as, as a younger approach to it, they want it to be purposeful, beneficial. How does my yard help others? How does my yard help nature? And there's a better understanding of climate change. The largest carbon sink in the country are lawns, right? Um, Pollinator support, plant flowering plants. We don't have pollinators, we're not going to eat. Millennials understand that. So they want an environmental benefit. How can I, my actions not only help my family and my kids and my neighborhood, but Help nature writ large. You know, again, I, you and I were talking earlier. I live in the Atlantic Flyway. got lots of migratory birds who started showing up last week. So my towhees came in. They'll stay because when they're flying up, they're looking to rest and recharge. They look for green or not green. They come down and they'll rest. But if you have in place what they need, the kind of my towhees nest in bushes, so they need a certain kind of hedge, if you will, or bush, dense bush structure. They're not tree birds. Um, They'll stay you give them food, you give them a place to eat, you give them a place to nest, they're going to stay. So my, my towhees have settled in for the season. And that's one of the great benefits of the ability to tailor your lawn and landscape. I'm tailoring mine for the birds. Um, and millennials and younger people understand that. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that, that's,
1: that's great for everybody involved in, because I mean, that's, that's good for the for the general consumer but uh it's uh, it's a boon for the landscapers and, and the outdoor power equipment uh, manufacturers as well so <laughs> you know you said it it's a win-win
2: it's a win for nature it's a win for the homeowner and it's certainly a win for business yeah absolutely
1: and and with all that said then uh on putting on your your uh, your other hat for turf turf mud, I imagine uh, that's that's uh, seen some some benefit from it as well, just as far as people reaching out and, and utilizing turf mud. Tur-
2: tur- <clears throat> as you know, turf mud has a, our education provider Scholastic and the United States Green Building Council Global Learning Lab have turf mud lesson plans and materials that they distribute. Uh, during the COVID period, there was an explosion of turf mud use. <clears throat> we, you know, it was obviously available, but Scholastic and USGBC actually created stay-at-home turf mutt programming for all the parents and educators at home, and it exploded. So there were times where turf mutt was used by thousands and thousands of people, helping kids become better stewards, helping them educate their parents, backpack programming, um, about the outdoors. And so when mom or dad is gonna plant, let's, what are we planting? Let's plant the right plants. Let's plant a plant that helps us and helps something else Like I got butterfly bushes and I did it, true story. So obviously we're at home, we're on Zoom. I have a garden center dangerously near me, which is a problem, you know, (laughs) and I have an underused SUV. And so a couple of times, you know, during the, it's not crowded, you're outdoors, it's safe. And so I made a bit of a habit of that and bought a bunch of stuff, Um, planted it myself, got some exercise that I needed to get, but it, you know, it does reconnect you, it is fun. The dog's a blast. She likes to run around those plastic containers. Um, <laughs> and I'm learning now that not everything probably went where it should. And I should have paid better attention to the little cards, um, which is why they're coming back this year to fix some of that. But I lived it. I, you know, I had the time. I had the, the property and um, the desire to do it, as did others. I think it's here to stay. I do. I just, from talking to my neighbors, and you see the improvement. I mean, you look at these houses, you know, around in my neighborhood, the the yards are glorious. They're beautiful. There's been a lot of time, money, energy on them. And I think it's here to stay. I'm prattling on about that. But it's a nice trend. Obviously, I represent guys that make the equipment that keeps the property. And we own a trade show in Louisville for landscapers where they can explore that equipment. So this is, again, it's a good year. We feel strongly about it, the trend. And we hope to be and there's light at the end of the tunnel with this vaccine business. We hope to get back to normal this year. The new normal.
1: Yes. Yes. Whatever, whatever that, whatever may, that may, may look like down the line here, but absolutely. No, I, I would concur. I mean, uh, I, I too have, uh, um, we're, we're in the process of, uh, in the next week or so here, we'll be able to get outside and start planting our gardens. And, and I've already been in contact with a contractor to do some work, uh, uh on my front steps that that i uh didn't get to last year because he was so busy the, the <laughs> contractor was so busy he couldn't he couldn't get to us so uh, now he's going to be able to get to us this spring yet so but uh yeah i think i i think you're right that definitely uh this effort outdoors and and to do those sorts of improvements uh is certainly here to stay and i think the interesting piece of it will be for the con on the contractor end of things will be to for some of these things uh, like the fire pits and the patios and that sort of thing, those sort of hardscaping uh, jobs is to continue to reach out to those customers and somehow keep the hook in to offer them other services, you know, maybe offer them lawn care services and to, to to maintain them and, and keep them in your, uh, in your stock there. So that I think that'll be uh, one of the challenges, but also a potential benefit as well. So.
2: And Sid, Fence companies have been busy. It's another, uh, I put up a small area, I fenced in a small area and I have again, a decent sized property. I fenced in a little area, a couple of my neighbors did too because we took, you know, we loved our azaleas and we loved some of the things we planted. And again, the deer just, you know, we put in cupcakes for them, you know, and they're gone. So, uh, okay, (laughs) enough of that. And so several of us have put in these little areas of fencing that we want to keep from the deer. Right. So I, we're going to have flowers. And, and I mean, there's a couple of us that have our fences have all sort of come up to one another. And we've kept them so that they're they're, they're tallish, but they're they blend in. They're brown. They're pickets. Um, sure. And we didn't fence in the whole thing. But people did say, I want flowers that the deer won't eat. I want certain things um, and I want my grass to look like your background. So
1: I'm hoping <laughs> That's that it I comes was- next week. that's always the goal all right well uh chris is there anything else you want to say about backyarding then because i think we've pretty much covered it all and and uh, it certainly sounds like this really is a trend that's going to continue on uh through 2021 and and into the future uh for hopefully for everyone
2: i would just say to your listeners get if it doesn't matter what you have it can be an acre a half acre quarter acre a patio a roof deck Whatever space you have that is outdoors can be configured or modified to assist you, help you put a flowering plant in a pot on a patio. You'll get a bird, butterfly, hummingbird, um, bees. So do your part, right? And if you just get out and spend a little time, buy a plant, buy a pot, buy some grass, it it pays dividends, it pays rewards. It's not just pretty. Um, And so again, we think those messages are sticking and resonating. We practice what we preach. I do, I practice what I preach. And I think if landscape contractors do that with homeowners is that this beautiful space you have can be tailored and give you terrific curb appeal. right? It can be beautiful and aesthetic, but it can be purposeful. Let us help you with that. I tell you what, I think the business is here to stay, stay strong for a good long
0: while. That's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks again, Chris Kaiser for joining me today. Make sure and tune in bi-weekly for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast on GreenIndustryPros.com.